Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode of The Morning Stream is brought to you by Blue Chew. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code TMS at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code TMS, to receive your first month free. Coming up on TMS, Satan's Little Helper. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a dead body? A one, a two, a three. California's erupting mud basket. It's an Uchi-like name. Do astronauts have jobs? Because I really, like, want to know. Dancing naked while wearing the skin of Grandpa Nissan. Modoc runs Penguin Town. It's always leg day. Can I say jackass? Pissy android people. Rigorous basketball with the kids. Who's gonna fight the foo? These guys, that's who. Barry was the gib with the squeezed testicles. Tom's tech time. The great Dornholio with Nicole and more on this episode of... The Morning Stream. When you've got today's best taste in smoking, people find out. Listen, Buster, man to man! Yeah? You taste like a burger. I don't like you anymore. This is The Morning Stream. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the morning stream. It is TMS, and it is June 23rd, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson. Brian Ibbett over there. Hello. Hello, Scott Johnson. I'm tired. Tired today. Yeah. 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 yeah didn't, uh, well, I actually slept okay. Just, I'm tired, and I think I know why. I think I know why. Okay. Tell me why. Uh, so I played basketball last night, and I haven't done that in a while. Oh. And I did it with a bunch of 10-year-olds. Uh, that I do like a little community center activity thing on the t- on Tuesday nights now. Every other Tuesday. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it's very nice. Next week it's art, or ne- not next week. Two weeks from two now weeks. it's art. But last night it was hey, let's play basketball, and there were six kids and two adults, and so uh, we you know picked teams, one adult on each team, and played a little half court. And cool. you know you're trying to be not a jerk because I'm six four and the yes. kids are you know little kids. Um, a couple of them are real good though, so there was <laughs> no stopping a couple of them. But anyway, uh, did that for a couple hours and uh, just it wasn't like rigorous basketball or anything. But I'm not used to using all that stuff in my body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I I feel like it's been like I don't know probably ten years since I played a proper game of. Of basketball, and yes, I did it's, stretch before. I'm not sore. I'm just tired. Yeah, so. it's funny. We when we were in Glenwood and we went to the 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 big pool there. 
somebody picked up, swung by Walmart and picked up like a 97 cent beach ball. Mm. And that proved to be the best purchase ever because we sat there in the middle of the pool and we took up a good portion of the pool with, um, you know, at one point, 10 or 12 of us in the circle um, doing the game you play, right? Where sure. you try to keep the ball from hitting the water. Everybody jumps up and a lot of great dives and stuff like that because you're not afraid to to really dive for it and dig deep when you're just going to land in water. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, we all noticed, well, a few of us noticed, the older members of our group, <laughs> noticed how sore and tired we were just from playing water volleyball. Yeah, it's like uh, those water polo people. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. I don't get it. Like in the water, yeah. it's already it's already rigorous to be playing any kind of bounce the ball over a net back and forth or whatever. But you get in the water, and now you're working everything, man. Right, yeah. you totally are. Yeah, and it's like, all right, well, I do the cycling on the on the regular, but that just works pretty much like one part of my body and one specific set of muscle, uh, yeah. one muscle group. That's leg day. So, yeah. <laughs> right, it's always leg day. Yeah. But uh, boy, yeah, I think I need to maybe, and somebody's already even said this. Well, Brian, you're doing great with all the biking, but you really need to work some other, like you need to work strength uh, training in there. You need to do this and that. Yeah. Listen, if if um, if the MS-150 was half cycling and half uh, lifting tires end over end, mm. then I think I'd be all set. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tire lifting. It's the hot new way to. Uh, right. No, right yeah. now I just need to, right now I just need to get, you know, as much, and as many miles of. Uh, stamina. Need to up my stamina uh, percentage. Are you uh, so you riding every day till till Saturday or something? I'm riding. Um, I'm not going to ride today, um, but I will do because I did. I've done riding uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So the last four days, I'm yep. skipping today. I'm going to do a a fairly big ride tomorrow afternoon, and then nothing on Friday because I don't want to be sore and tired Saturday morning. So yeah, it's like that's a good idea. I was going to say like. Um, you gotta uh, let that spaghetti, you gotta let that spaghetti of, stick to your ribs, man. You gotta let it really, really get got to bulk up on that carb, yeah, yeah that yeah. carb load. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna send you a picture of my plate of spaghetti. Just, oh, good, just, that's great. We're talking about it so much, Scott. <laughs> Why not? Let's share it with the world. I don't. That's what I say. Everything's content. So yes, content. exactly. Well, that's great, Brian. I think you're gonna do good. And uh, if I if it was a basketball. Um, uh, thing, I uh, would I would not do it this weekend because I realized I'm really out of shape. <laughs> but it was still fun, and these kids had a ball and yeah. uh, gave them all Rice Krispie treats after, which you know was real Aww. smart. Yeah, cool. you gotta you gotta do the, the stupid thing after a basketball game, and uh, it was right. nice. It was a good time. It's like orange slices for soccer are are Rice Krispie treats for basketball. Is yeah. that the equivalent? Uh, like yeah. if I'd a well, like when I was playing soccer as a kid, I loved. Uh, when people brought orange slices, I don't know why. I just yeah. thought that was great, and uh, we have to do that for one of these. We're gonna do a geocaching yeah. night where we go and Ooh. hunt around for some local geocaches and yeah, put, put it on their phones. So much. Remember, like doing that in the the nineties before we had GPSs on our phones. Like oh, yeah. we actually had a freaking separate GPS that we would use for geocaching. Yeah, it was great. And then before that, you just have paper and like. You know. <laughs> right, you had to map it out mm-hmm. on paper beforehand and say, "Okay, I think it's going to be somewhere in this area." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I want to—I don't know—I want to get—I want to have a cool idea for how to give them something good. But also, uh, side note, I went running around the mm-hmm. the uh, lake yesterday, and I'm covered in some sort of bite, and I don't know where oh, I no. got these. I don't know what these are. I didn't feel them at the time. 
There's yeah. one, two. I got three on my leg, one down by my ankle. There's one. And they all kind of, they're all, they don't itch, but they're like a little bit tender, like, like they're gonna itch. Uh, I don't know what that was. We're having a, a not cicada problem, but a, uh, oh, what are they called? Little tiny white bugs on your plants. Uh, oh, aphid? aphids? Aphids. Aphids, yes. Aphids? Okay. Got an aphid uh, deal going. Maybe the, you maybe got an epidemic? Yeah. <laughs> an epidemic, yeah. Epidemic? <laughs> I don't know if those bite. I don't know what the deal is with those, but those have been around. That's, so. that's what this thing looks like. All right. So, hold on. All right. Brian's in this. He's rummaging. He's, uh, so, uh, oh, Spider-Man has uh, spider tracers, right? Right. Introduced way back in the old days of Spider-Man comics. And Tony Stark kind of updated, I think, turned his, from far from home, turned his little chest symbol into a spider tracer yeah. that he could send off as a little drone. Mm-hmm. So, um, in this last, like, I picked up a, a, a few Apple products, Apple products, Product. with my uh, Chase Freedom Points. I had a bunch of Chase Freedom Points, and it's like, well, if you use them on Apple products, it's like one and a half times the point value versus going out and spending the money. And I'm like, well, oh. you know, I wasn't planning on getting um, uh, a four-pack of AirTags, but, geez, if I'm using Chase Points, I might as well do it. So yeah, yeah. I picked up a little four-pack of these. Little Apple tags. Yeah, the little right? uh, the tracer tags. tag units, yeah. We talked about this the other day, right? Because yeah. I'm comparing it to tile. Sure. Um, I want to make... So here's a little spider tracer, 3D printed. I want to make a, 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 a spider tracer that you can put an air tag into. Mm-hmm. And maybe even have like a little magnet on it. So you, you can totally like do that. throw do it that? at somebody's car, have it stick to their car. All of a sudden, you've got you've got Spider Man spider tracer. You should totally do that. Why not? I mean, it probably have to be a car. It probably have to be a car you of someone you know, so you don't someone get like you know. Yeah, I don't do it there. to just you know like uh, <laughs> just some random dude. But uh, yeah, this yeah, is this is perf- what it, perfect, it looks like. Uh, a tick, doesn't it? it Look yeah. like an aphid or a tick or something. Yeah. But that is the this is the spider tracer. Prior to Tony Stark's, this is what the spider tracers uh, look like. I in love the comics. that. I love that idea. 3D print those, put them on top of tags. Boom. Cottage right. industry started right there. <laughs> That's actually really cool. I like that idea. Yeah. Um, I, uh, side note about all this, the basketball and the whatnot. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I got to say, I have no, I've got no ire in my heart toward any, I don't know. I'm not a fan of like brand fights and, and, you know, tribalism with brands. I don't care. Like you just use what you like, buy what you need. What what does the job for you? You like your uh, you like that there Windows? You get that Windows. You like there that there, the the Macintosh there? You get that. Mm-hmm. You need a phone? You got choices. You know, don't don't be tribalist with your stuff. But some people are weird yes. with that, right? So yesterday, yeah, one of the dads of one of the kids is at the thing dropping him off. Okay. Yeah. And he said, oh, I don't know how I'm going to be able to get him here in two weeks. It might be, it might be, he might be at his mom's. And so if he's at his mom's place, we're going to need to figure out a way to get him here. All this talk. And I'm like, okay, we'll figure out a way to get him here. It's not, no worry. This kid's awesome. His name, he had the coolest name. I'm not going to say it because it's weird to say kids' names on the air, but he had the coolest yeah, name. Yeah. Anyway, and this dad was like, yeah. And I said, well, why don't I get your, your, just send me your info. And so my first thought was, I pull out my phone and go, oh, do you have an iPhone? Because in my head, I'm like, oh, you just quickly airdrop that name to me, right? Yeah. Just airdrop it in two seconds, no big deal. And he says, no. 
And I go, <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. And he goes, no, I have an Android phone. I don't have an I don't have an Apple phone. <laughs> he all, so he got all like, yeah. Yeah, and I go, no, I I go, it's not a problem. That's fine. I'm just I, there's a quick way on this on my phone to quickly get your contact stuff. But since you're on there, that's fine. We can do it the old fashioned way. Just send me a text or whatever. And I'm trying to like get past it. And he's yeah, all, right. He's all. I looked at it once, but it meant I'd have to change everything I do, and I'm not about to. I'm like, this is really. I don't need any of this information. <laughs> I just need to figure out how to get your kid here next uh, every other Tuesday. So right. he just got all pissy. I don't know what the deal was. And like, I I don't have any problem with Android or Android users. Yeah. I have an Android tablet I fiddle with here and there. Uh, it's not my here. you know favorite device, but yeah. it doesn't matter. It's just use there, what you want to use. Things, yeah, there's some games and apps that you don't have on iOS. So it's like, oh, I'll pick up an Android tablet on the cheap and I use it for that. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever your needs are, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Uh, but this guy was really like just, yeah, I don't I don't know what you're, I don't have no free. <laughs> like, okay. All right. Really defensive about it, geez. Yeah. It's uh, like the, it reminds me of, I don't know, it's everything. It's Sega, Nintendo, Coke, Pepsi. It doesn't matter. Like, quit, right. quit treating brands like you're in a freaking like you're on a team they just want your money right. anyway so they don't right care. exactly so anyway whatever it's dumb uh it all is right dumb. let's uh we got a fun day planned here uh because it's wednesday i always like wednesdays wednesdays are packed full of fun yes and uh one of those fun things involves brian dunaway yeah i'm gonna call right now it involves you fine folks at home although i'm not ready for your call so hold on a second oh did i even join the i didn't even let's start the feud i server. haven't either let's start the feud server uh, where did i put it i put it there feud server oh, he's okay. already in there dunaway's already in yeah he's kind of uh on the spot on the ball yeah, yeah. he doesn't uh, mess around that fella that their guy there yeah well, why is my is google voice being weird hold on guys okay there we go. And then there's that. Okay. And then Dunaway is probably already... Oh, no. I haven't... I added him. Okay. Boy, Scott, you, have you done this before? Is this a new thing for Scott? <laughs> okay. So here he comes, walking down the street, and uh, we're going to hit play. Okay. So now I'm in the Tadpooly feud. Here's my sound test. Okay. Good. It works. That works. All right. All right. Reset so Dunaway's buzzer. being called. He's already in the game. The, the stage has been set. Now I just have to hit this button. <laughs> Look what it is. It's Babel Royale with uh, Brian Dunaway, and he didn't join us yet for some reason, so I'm going to hit ring again. He uh, didn't, didn't answer. Didn't Ringy a dinger. He may have been uh, disposed. I don't know. I don't know. Predisposed. What do you usually say? Predisposed? Disposed. Indisposed. Indisposed. Thank you very much. There he is. Yes. Brian Dunaway. Welcome to the show. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. How are you guys? Oh, hi. Good, Brian. How are you? I'm fantastic. Well, you sound fantastic. You're full of energy. Yeah, well, the rain the rain finally went away. It's been days and days of it, and now it's sunny. Yeah. It's like coming out of the hole. It's like, yeah. I would take some rain. Why don't you guys get all the rain? That sucks. I guess you're in the southern hemisphere. Not quite, but you're... <laughs> that's you're how my... weather works, Scott. That's how weather works. <laughs> we could just use some rain is all I'm saying. You know? A little rain. Never hurt nobody. Yeah. All yeah. right. We also have a listener on the line. They're going to play along with us. Let's find out who it is. Hi. Good morning. Who's this? Mrs. Oh. Taffy guy. You know, he maybe he's M- Mr. Mrs. No, how would it work? 
He's... Oh, we can't hear. Brian and I can't oh, hear. Oh, you can't hear? Hold on. Let me fix this. Yeah. Oh. Hold on. Were you it's able Lois. to hear, Brian? I did, I did not. No, I, was, it, I thought it's I was just talking to myself. No, it's me. Yeah. It's me. All right. Lois, say something real quick. Hi. There she is. Hi, Lois. It's, it's hi, hi, Lois. <laughs> oh, hi, Lois. Why isn't oh, it Mr. Hi, how come you're Mrs. Mr. Taffy? Wait, how's it work? Miss, you're the... Wait. I'm the wife of the Taffy guy. Yeah, but you so should I'm flip Mrs. it around. He should be the husband to the cool thing you do, is what I'm saying. How about that? Oh. Couldn't you just um, be Mr. and Mrs. Taffy? Yeah, why not? Right. Yeah. Brian, I mean, like Mr. and Mrs. Potato the... had no problem with it. <laughs> right. I like to play on the gender names. Oh, all right. To mess people up. All right. I'm with you there, then. Fair enough. It sounds like fun. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Lois is here. Brian is here. We're going to play Tad Pooley Feud, and Brian Ibbett will explain. How that works. I will do just that. It's time to play the, the, tad, the, the Tadpooly Feud thing. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Uh, heir to the Taffy Empire, your, call, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian, and if your team wins, you get a prize package. What includes uh, Steam Games courtesy of Matthew Bach. Don't escape four days to survive and Sigma Theory Global Cold War. Oh, Ooh. That last one's a good one. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Cool. Good call. <laughs> Sounds like one's kind of fun and innocuous. The other one is serious and intense. Yes. It's, it's very, Brian, very serious. <laughs> All right. You know, there's, there's, there's Brian and Brian. You pretty much yeah, I don't know. to classify. Hey, there's <laughs> more confusion, if anything else. Yeah, look, really? if we've learned anything from Film Sack, it's that I will once in a while not do that very well. So it's pretty good stuff. <laughs> anyway. All right. Hands on your buzzers. Oh, let me remove that real quick. Go ahead. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. We, uh, we asked the tadpole. 385 of them responded to this question. Mm. Other than nuclear technician slash safety inspector, name a job held by. Damn it. All right, Brian. By Homer Simpson, uh-huh. and uh, is uh, uh, he was the Duff Duff beer guy once. All right, show me Duff beer guy once. <laughs> Duff man, yes. Number three four. answers will beat it, Scott. Um, let's go with. I don't remember the name. Smoochie, Poochie. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll, I know another one. I'll come around. I'll come around on that in a minute in case I, uh, someone remember that. But I'm thinking I'm going to go. I know of three or four jobs. The best one had to be Mr. Plow. So probably Mr. Yeah. Plow. All right. Show me Mr. Plow. That name again is Mr. Plow. <laughs> nice number one. Yeah. No brainer. I couldn't remember yeah. the other dog or the dog name for the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Think of it later. All right, Mr. Plow, it is. All right, so Scott and uh, Lois have the board. It's uh, you guys are a team, and uh, let's see how you do. All right, name Lois. another name another job that uh, Homer Simpson had. Do you remember the name? Is it not Smoochie? Poochie, Scoochie, <laughs> Scoochie. <laughs> I don't remember. Snoochie Boochies. <laughs> I'm calling my dog Scoochie. Poochie, he's got the, you know he's Oochie? got the he's got the butt worms. It's a Oochie like name, right? Uh, Lois, do you remember that name? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a name. It's the name of a dog he played. He, uh, there was a whole episode where Homer was uh, was the voice of a really popular cartoon character. 
And I can't remember. It's like Moochie or Poochie or Scoochie or Bluchie. It's one of those Uchis. <laughs> uh, well, it's, Barney, it's entirely possible that I might just have it in the list as uh, it, voice actor. Yeah, it could it be. be Gucci. All right, I'm going to go with I'll go with Smoochie and and voice actor. The voice actor for Smoochie and see if that gets me there. All right, sounds good. Show me voice actor. Damn it. Yeah. Really? Uh, it is it is Poochie and uh, but I do have it in the list as voice actor slash actor. because um, I did I did have to kind of generalize a few of these. Uh but that's number thirteen in the list. Did not make the top ten. Dang it. All right. Interesting. All right. So, so that's Ryan that's got me Dunaway. that's got me uh rethinking everything there, because I was thinking that was spot on. Yeah. Um Ooh. He's had so many jobs over he the has. years. I'm gonna go with uh, um, oh, um, <laughs> what was it? I can't think of what it was called though. I mean, I know that that's the problem. So just occupation is good enough. The occupation right? have is to, good like, enough. You don't have to like, yeah. I mean, if you know, uh, trying to think of a good example that isn't one of these. Right, right. But you you wouldn't have to say he was an R two D two technician. You could just say robot technician mm. if that was a thing. Oh, then yeah, I'm gonna go robot technician. No, just kidding. He was uh, <laughs> he was, but is astronaut really a job? I'm going to astronaut because that was his big thing, right? Oh, he went, yeah, he went up to space. Uh, with but the, I don't know if the tadpool would have. Uh, well, if it's not a job, everything. what is it? Is astronaut is is it being a is it a hobby? Well, yeah, but he didn't really do anything. He was just kind of like along for the ride. Yeah, he wasn't I don't, really... yeah, I don't know if I'd call it a job. I don't know if he got paid. But I wonder if yeah, the tadpool... Yeah, I mean, the other people he was with were astronauts. Yeah. He just kind of... The tadpool might still call that a job, though. They might. That's what I was worried about. Yeah. All I'm, right. You, you know what? Yeah, I'm going with it. All right. Locking it in. <laughs> Show me astronaut... <laughs> Yeah, oh. number two, number two answer. Wow, <laughs> really? Oh, good. Yeah. They had the same problem I did then. That's an amazing yes. episode. So they probably stuck right. on their mind. Um. <laughs> that episode, by the way, was Deep Space Homer. Oh, Deep Space Homer. Yes, that was a good one. Yeah, he, ate, yeah. he ate something in the something was floating in the ship, and he had to eat him to save the ship. <laughs> That's mm, right. Mm. He ate him like a Cheetos, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There were che- some kind of off-brand Cheetos and they were getting into the into the computer system and that, that episode featured Buzz Aldrin as an actual voice in there. It was like, <laughs> That's right. Pretty great. Good catch. All right. He's been... Uh, these are not... See, none of these things are jobs. The only thing he really ever made money yet... <laughs> Yeah, see, that's the problem. He's you been a lot of know. celebrity stuff. Like he's he's been he's been part of uh, 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 he was the singer in in part of the. Uh, so I'm going with singer because he did the the barbershop oh, quartet and stuff yeah. and all those. Yeah, yeah. that's a good. The right. singer too va- is that too vague? Nope, nope. It's good enough. Right. Show me singer. Yeah, so he a uh, musician. He was uh, both a barbershop quartet member. He was a composer. He was uh, in uh, in an opera. Also was a guitarist for a um, uh, a grunge band. So all of that is under musician. All right. Well done, Brian. Continue, please. Oh my god! Done away. That is right. Me, <laughs> thanks, thanks, man. Just for just for this clarity, you asked for earlier. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Right. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, he was a 
he was a boxer. Got his butt kicked a bunch of times. He was <laughs> he was good at it because his head was so thick. But once again, none of these are things he made money at. He just <laughs> I know. So I didn't a say. Yeah, you know, the question isn't name a job where Homer collected a paycheck. It's just name a right. job held by Homer Simpson. All right, boxer. All right, boxer. Show me boxer. Show me your boxers. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Uh, that is number uh, 11 on the list, just out of the top 10. Uh, from oh, the I should have went with it. I got another one. The Home Where They Fall again. was the episode. Um, all right. He had... Um, oh, geez. Uh, he, he ran that tomaco farm. Oh, so a farmer probably covers it where he, he made the tom- tomato tobacco combo. It was really because his mom, his dad or something. Oh, what was that story? Oh, I'm going to go back and watch these again. All right. Show me farmer. Whoa. Number 10. Yeah. <laughs> nice. um, he's been a farmer a couple times, actually. Uh, the tobacco one is probably the most uh, famous. And then there was the EIEI annoyed grunt. He was a pig farmer. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. All right, I remember an episode where he was. Uh... Oh, Lois, I should ask if you've got any. Suggestions. I was going to say, don't forget to consult your <laughs> your partner. Yeah, Lois, you got any getting any jumping off the top of your tongue there? Uh, wasn't he a bartender? Probably. No. That sounds right. He took over for uh, for Mo. Did he take over? Well, I know the flaming Mo thing. Did he do that there though? No, because the flaming Mo. It, well. Actually, this, I, I think you're probably right. It's a different episode. I'm getting Flaming Mo all mixed up in this. Brian, we're going to say bartender. <laughs> all right. Show me bartender. Oof. Yeah, oh, uh, he, was a, he was a bartender at Moe's Tavern for a while, for one episode, Homer the Mo. He was a bartender Homer the Mo, at, that at one. Uh, Homer's Hunting Club. He was a bartender at O'Flanagan's Pub, and he was the bartender of the Beer Boys in the episode The Beer Boys. Nice. Beer Boys. Um. Okay. That was a good one, Lois. Let's see. Let's think Number here. Five for those uh, listening at home. Four answers left on the board. Number three, seven, eight, and nine. How do you feel nice. about his? Um, I like this topic. This has been a fun one. Yeah, this is a fun, yeah. I like this a lot. Because there's um, such a large pool to pull from. I have. A, uh, I will say that there were 35 or 38 people. One of the higher ones we've gotten that uh, said, "I don't know. I never watched The Simpsons." <laughs> oh. Uh. Wasn't yeah, he dancing always... Homer? Say, say, say that one more time. Oh, dancing Homer. Dancing Homer. Oh, dancing like Homer. Baseball mascot dude. Yes. Oh, mascot. Yeah, we could say a mascot. Let's say mascot. Yeah, that's yeah. All right. Show me mascot. Yep. There you for go. the Springfield Isotopes. All right. Oh, that's uh, right. Dancing, dancing Homer. Dancing Homer. Okay. All right, Lois. We're getting to some. Uh, didn't he run for mayor at one point to try to beat Quimby? Yeah. But he didn't I was run. He ran. He was mayor. I don't think he made it, though, did he? Right. Didn't he just run for it? I don't or think wasn't he for, for like a day? Was he? I remember. Oh. <sighs> yeah, well, mm, but it was that a popular tadpole thing, though? So this is the problem. The tadpole's going to be thinking of all the. <laughs> The surface stuff. It's like, do, 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 um, do, 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 do. all right. Well, okay. And then uh, I don't know if it was the minoxidil episode where he got we got his hair grown back or what one it was. But at one point he took over the entire plant, and I wonder if somebody would put in there like 
you know, high level executive at the nuclear plant because he or nuclear plant, but I, and I think he did that. Oh shit! The plant manager? Yeah, maybe plant manager. Brian, mm. we say plant okay. manager. All right, yeah, all right. Show me plant manager or any any kind of manager. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, no, that was the episode. Uh, he was the episode, or was the manager of the nuclear power plant at, in the episode "Kiss Kiss Bang Bangalore," um, but uh, <laughs> did not make the top ten. Where was that one in the list here? That had because um, I did. I did include basically any sort of manager or CEO. Right. Um, the 42. Oh, geez. Forty-three. Okay, that was a bad one for me. Forty. All right, Brian. It's back to you. Back to Brian. I'm going to go with uh, he was he was a, a webmaster. That one really hit home for me. They never did a <laughs> podcast one. Oh, the webmaster uh, one. Yeah, yeah. I think they did do a website. podcast. Mm-hmm. They may have done a mm-hmm. podcast one actually since I'm not sure. But, All uh, right. Yeah. Show me webmaster, blogger, vlogger, podcaster. Any of those. Oh, no. how did those yeah. make it on the on list there? uh surprisingly low well actually no 31 higher than <laughs> higher than manager but uh um the fact that he was uh you know in that moo that's such a memorable episode in that moo moo yeah the, yeah when he the bird yes yeah <laughs> get that stupid water bird that was like pecking the key for him and all that <laughs> right that was a great episode all right uh didn't he drive the monorail um. Oh, was he the monorail pilot? I can't remember. That's what I'm trying to remember too. It's like, yeah, it sounds right. The ring came off my pudding can. Um, let's <laughs> let's do. Uh, Here's my keychain, my good man. Yeah. <laughs> let's do. Uh, let's do that because monorail is such an iconic episode. We'll we'll say monorail pilot or driver. All right. Show me Ooh, monorail pilot. driver pilot whatever. Conductor Ooh, is the word you're looking for. And it's number nine on the list. I call that one bitey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good episode. All right. Um, it is. It is one it of now, the best If episodes, we get this yeah. next one, I think that ensures a win. Uh, um, math right? No? You get, yeah, you've already ensured. You get three, three yeah. two to 12. You've already ensured oh, the win. Oh, there's a score. I missed the numbers up there. Yeah. All right, so we're whooping yeah. him. Um, yeah. Well, that's good. Stress is off, Lois. We don't have to stress too bad here. Um, all right. How about? I still think we should say mayor. All right, we'll say mayor. Give it. Give mayor a shot. Okay. All right. Show me mayor. Oh, oh. he did. He did indeed run for mayor of New Springfield in a tale of two. Sp- Actually, he was mayor of New Springfield in a tale of two Springfields, and then he was a mayoral candidate in See Homer Run. Nice. nice, but neither made yeah. our top ten. Uh, neither made the top ten. Uh, Mayor was number twenty nine on the list. Okay. How about? Right. It was my turn, right? Yeah, it your is your turn, turn Brian. Right, how so, about how about how about the first job they showed the pilot? The first job they showed uh, after Tracy Ullman, of course. Uh, he was a mall Santa. That's how they got oh, Satan's little helper, right? That's early. Santa's little helper, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah Satan's little helper. Yeah. <laughs> All right, show me. Is it? It's Santa's little helper, isn't it? Yeah, it's not Santa. Satan's little helper. It's Santa's yeah. little helper. Okay. All right. Yeah. Show me Mall Santa. Oh, uh, number uh, twenty-eight on the list. People remember that one, but not as much as the other two. Congratulations, Lois. You've won. Let's see these last two answers. Uh, number three is a little bit of a cop out, but it probably was a bunch of people who vaguely remember the show. They said. 
Dad. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it is an, oh, unpaid, what, it is an unpaid job. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that on there? Gosh dang it. I know. And That's finally, bowling, bowling alley, alley employee, employee slash pin monkey. Pin monkey. <laughs> Oh, that yeah, of course. That was a good one. <laughs> it's the pin monkey. Yeah. Uh, other items on the list. Uh, let's see. Clown. He was a crusty impersonator. Yeah. Uh, he was a car designer. Uh, also a salesman selling knives, used cars, and tamako. Oh wait, uh, don't... the, the uh, car salesman oh, yeah. one with um, uh, Danny DeVito is an amazing episode. It's so good. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Go keep going. It's really good. Uh, country singer manager for Lurleen Lumpkin. Lurleen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, he was a food critic and a film critic, a bounty hunter, a clerk at the Quickie Mart, a baby proofer, a beer baron, a bodyguard, a garbage man, a hippie, a uh, personal assistant to uh, Mr. Burns, Mr. Uh, Alec Baldwin, and Carl in three different episodes, uh, a writer of books and fortune cookies, no. <laughs> beef jerky manufacturer, that. bootlegger, uh, human uh, Carney. Uh, he was the he caught the cannonball oh. in his stomach. Oh yeah, incredible. Right. He traveled around with uh, Lollapalooza. Uh, right, uh, that was the that was under musician the grunge yeah, uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see, hairdresser, uh, ice cream man, um, mini golf assistant. Somebody put Mr. Sparkle. Uh, That's what mas- I was going to say, Mr. Sparkle. I thought about that, but I thought mascot. It wasn't really, it wasn't really a job, though, for that well, one. It wasn't his. It was just that fish and conglomeration of the, the logo. Right. He didn't really get paid for it. Right. Yeah, uh, Roadie yeah. and uh, the job. Well, somebody just put the job with the Scorpio villain guy, <laughs> which I don't know. If, oh, yeah, I guess he was, he was personal a, assistant. Uh, uh was oh. he a person? I thought he was the ma- safety manager there at that plant. Was that was he? Not- okay. I don't remember. Or like might, that. Have, yeah. might have been, yeah. Been a long time. Well, all right. Yep. Pretty good list. I and posted also- that Satan's Little Helper quote, by the way, from uh, in the Discord server. Oh, you did? Oh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you can oh, play it or not. See it. Because- oh, it's in your other group. Hold on. Oh. oh. You're fine. Oh, here it is. Yeah. You know what? We should play this. Let's just play this. I want to play this. Hold on. Check this out. I'm playing it. Here we go. It's being played. Who's little helper? Santa's little helper. Whoa, wait, what? I might do it again. It's not playing. It's weird. This website's... Uh, what is this I website? You yeah, get? it cuts it short. I don't know. Anyway, right. well, yeah, anyway, I've always called is... Santa's little helper since that episode. Yeah, it's uh, Santa's little helper. We know that for sure. Uh, yeah. Well maybe. done, and that means, Lois, Lois, you've won again, Lois. How do you feel about that? Um, Michael's going to have some new Steam games. That's right. You're just, you're just out here earning stream games for your husband. I know. That's I right. know how it is. Listen, someone's got to keep that taffy warm in his pocket, and he may as well be playing <laughs> games while he does it. Uh, Bring it exactly. home to Steam. That's exactly right. Do. You know what you got to do. Send Brian an email, coverville at gmail.com. He'll give you your codes, and your husband will go away playing games and be happy. Thanks, Lois, That's for right. playing. All right. Well done. Hey, uh, Dunaway, good job. You, you, you did well. Now, this weekend, we're all watching Toys for Film Sack. That's right. We... Yeah, we are. Uh, well, if you wait till the weekend, you've waited too long. Like a bunch of happy workers is uh, when is what we're doing. That's right. Now, I've never seen Toys. Uh, it's uh, the one Barry Levinson film I think I haven't seen. Hmm. And I don't know why that was. I think maybe it was because it was so poorly reviewed at the time. But uh, yeah. maybe there's uh, some redemption for that film. We'll find out this Friday. It's got, or it's got a very sweet, quirky quality to it. Mm. Like but he's, sad. I love it's his like movies. a bittersweet yeah. kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. It is. It's a sad Robin Williams movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's why it didn't 
resonate with people at the time, but maybe it will more now. I don't know. We're going to find out this weekend when we watch Toys. Not the toy with uh, Richard Pryor. Not the Pryor. toy. Yeah. Very no, different. No, different thing. Yeah. Different thing. Uh, or Toy Story 3, which is Brian... <laughs> It's Brian Deminoway's favorite Toy Story movie. Is Toy Story three uh, is your favorite, mm-hmm. right? It's your right, fa- right, correct. It's your yes. favorite. <laughs> nailed, nailed it. Yeah, that's the <laughs> one. Uh, Brian Deminoway, anything else you want to mention before I kick you out unceremoniously? Hey man, yeah. If you like watching uh, people stream video games, I do that on Thursday nights at uh, five thirty Eastern time. I'm gonna be playing some Graveyard Keeper with Kit London mm. in the chat room. Mm. She's in there. That sounds mm-hmm. like a good time. Mm-hmm. You guys should tune in for that. It's Brian Dunaway on Twitch. All right? Right, that's me. Yeah, follow his channel. See you later. Bye. All right. Brian, we did it. Uh, that yes. means it's time for us to do more. And more today means, where is it? <laughs> we got to do the news. Today's news brought to you by... Hit Me One More Time, a podcast by ANTP superstar David Luzader. A fantastic look back on the things that you love with a fresh perspective. Check it out where you get your podcast. That's Hit Me One More Time. Yeah. Recent episode with Brian Ibbett, none other than. Darn right. Yeah. It was a blast talking about them Micronauts. Yeah, Micronauts see, are cool. Let's see a Micronaut. Yeah, you got one handy. Yeah. Here's a Micro Micronaut. This is uh Oh, look at that. That's great. Yep. Oh, that's, that's the most like right old timey. You guys got to understand the toys we had back in the day. We didn't have the choice kids have now. <laughs> and Micronauts was straight up cool. And oh, so the best. We love yeah. it. Yeah. I also yeah. That's like a it. micro. So uh, a few years ago, San Diego Comic Con had a, um, uh, uh, a thing with Mattel or had. <laughs> Mego, geez, how could I forget? Yeah. We talked about this, yeah. um, where they had miniaturized versions of the already miniaturized Micronauts, but they were super tiny, and you could also get them in a box with like a a Ron the Space Knight and a bunch of GI Joes and things like that. Mm. Uh, miniaturized versions of them. So, somebody was nice enough to send me all the Micronauts, which I now have uh, glued on top of my monitor or blue tacked on top of my monitor. That's fantastic. Yeah. Wait, blue tack. It's that gum looking uh, blue stuff you get. The stuff right here, like that. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Squishy and here. Yeah, I feel like I stopped using that around the time those uh, 3M strip things came out. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, those those are great for hanging pictures and stuff on the wall. Um, blue tack is great for um, sticking your minis to a little holder so that you can paint them very easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, Blue Tack never went out of I'm style. I'm not going to use a 3M thing for that, Scott. No, you're not. All right. Come on. Foo Fighters in the news. Yep. Uh, great purveyors of uh, musical content for these many Bringers decades. Of fighters of Foo yep. also. Who's going to fight the Foo? They will. That's who. Well, they're, rede- they're, reducing? they're releasing a disco album and calling themselves the DGs while doing it. <laughs> Now, yeah, this is great. My favorite part of this is a. It feels like it's totally the thing they would do. This is not yes. weird. Like it's totally something I think these guys would do and should do. Um, but what I like about it the most, and I'll show the chat room the photo here, and it's linked in the uh, news article. <laughs> that photo is if I didn't know, you know, put your thumb over Dave's face, <laughs> right? And that is the most like <laughs> '70s ass authentic photo I've seen it in a really, really long time. Yeah, 
really, really long time. Um, so that's that's freaking awesome. Uh, <laughs> Even if you don't put your thumb over uh, Dave Grohl's face, I mean, they still look like you know they they just wrote a plane right out of the seventies. Yeah, it's really, really great. Um, so the Foo Fighters have unveiled their new musical direction, transforming from stadium rock heroes to BG's tribute band for their next album. Anyway, as the DGs and nod to frontman Dave Grohl's initials, uh, the. <laughs> The band will release an LP including four Bee Gees covers. Hail Satan. Uh, we'll see Foo, uh, Foo's take Hail on... Hail Satin. Satin, Scott. sorry. Satin. We'll see the Foo's <laughs> take on the Gibb Brothers 1970s disco classics. Uh, Night Fever, Tragedy, You Shouldn't Be Dancing, and More Than a Woman. Where did, where did you say shouldn't? Uh, what I write? You shouldn't be dancing. Did I say yeah. shouldn't? You said shouldn't. Oh, I yes. meant should. I, I really meant should. <laughs> I'd like I'd like to hear that that version of the song. I was song. like John Lithgow and uh, <laughs> the Footloose there. For oh, a and Footloose. Yeah, yeah you right. shouldn't be dancing. Anyway, uh, those are the good picks, or would you have gone some other way with those? With the oh, BGs? those are great picks. I mean, I would love. I'd love if it, if this was a, uh, a twelve song or a fourteen song cover album, right? And yeah. you know, had how deep is your love and. Uh, um, islands in the stream and uh, stuff like that, and there would be great. But hey, you know what? I'll take, I'll take, I'll take what I can get. Four, four is great. I'll four take is fine. Now let me ask you this: Andy Gibb, yeah, uh, it had a really falsetto kind of high pitchy business going. Yes. How do you get yes. that out of Dave Grohl? How's that? How's that uh, going to work? You squeeze the testicles. But uh, <laughs> Andy Gibb, very, very briefly a member of the Bee Gees. Uh, Barry Gibb was. Well, oh, was Barry it Barry? Morris I'm, I'm and, Barry, sorry, Barry. Yeah, but Andy Gibb, Andy Gibb was a solo, um, solo artist brother of the the Gibb brothers. Also passed away tragically, I think. Yeah, I'm trying to remember who's uh, which one is still alive. That that um, that. Uh, um, Barry. Documentary. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. That documentary that you can see on HBO is fantastic. If you haven't seen it yet, it is absolutely worth seeing. Whether you're a, a Bee Gees fan or not, it is really, really good. Hmm. Well, uh, I'm really curious to see how it sounds because, you know, I don't think of yeah. the girls that. Well, I think what that. the first the first song I think has already been released, like a pre-release single. I <gasps> want to say um, really? Night Fever is already out. Ooh. Night Fever, Night Fever. And then the original exactly. stuff will will the original stuff be in the stylings of this? I guess they don't say in the article. I assume it is. Um, no, I don't think so. It looks like it's just live versions of uh, songs from their last album, Medicine at Midnight. I think it's just going to be just going to be live tracks. All right, done like in the, the Foo Fighters style. They're also doing a vinyl release that will happen in uh, on U.S. Record Store Day, which is my birthday, July seventeenth. So look mm, for that. Look at that. Uh, side so if you're one, looking for something to get Scott, yeah. Oh, here it is. Side <laughs> one of the LP will also include their version of Andy Gibbs "Shadow Dancing," which spent seven weeks at the top of the U.S. charts in '78. Right. Uh, side two. Will yeah, they were they battling versions. basically at that time. There were BG songs and then Andy Gibbs solo stuff competing on the. Uh, uh, on the charts, and then they invited him to be a member of the group. They finally invited Andy to to join the three of them, and um, I think Andy passed away a year later or something. Jeez, yeah, that's hardcore, man. Yeah. Well, uh, there you have it, Dave Grohl doing a weird thing. 
and uh, bringing it to the masses and the rest of the band. Yes. I don't want to give them short shrift. You know, I just don't know their names. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I don't know their names. They're guys. They're cool. They're I know. I could never remember anybody in that band besides uh, Grohl. Yeah, it's the way it is. He's your front man. Um, all right. Moving on to this story about a man who was nabbed licking a female body <sighs> inside a Homa Bay mortuary. <sighs> licking her body. My body. <laughs> her body. Where's Homa Bay? I want to guess it's Florida, but since Florida is not even mentioned in here. No, let's see here. Doc. Oh, this is. Uh, UK. Well, it's a, it's a like. .co dot ke. Where is ke? Oh, this is yeah. So this is Kenya. Uh, oh. uh, Lake, uh, just outside of Lake Victoria in, in western Kenya. All right. So police on Saturday arrested a 22 year old man. It's a little young to be licking the dead bodies. So, <laughs> really, what is the right age? You know, that's a argument for a different era. <laughs> <laughs> what is the appropriate age to be licking a, body, a dead body? I don't know when. I don't know when that's okay to do. Probably never. <laughs> He was busted for licking the body of a dead lady at this uh, uh, hospital mortuary. The man has been identified as Anyango, who was nabbed licking blood from a woman who, until her death, worked as an early child development education teacher. I don't know why that's significant here, but I mean, whatever. Paid by uh, the word. K24 Digital has described or established that the woman was shot dead by unknown assailants while she was washing dishes in her house. Uh, this dude is said to have sneaked into the morgue and had an exchange with the attendants who asked him to register his details before he was allowed to see any bodies. Wait, you can just walk in there and go, my name's Frank uh, Perry yeah. White. and uh, I'm here for the viewing. I'm oh, who? <laughs> uh, well, who's the freshest? <laughs> I wonder if... Fre- what do you have in stock right now? I wonder if freshness... Do you think freshness plays a role? Like if they're... You know, what's the special today? <laughs> I wonder if they have a preference for the fresh body versus the old one. You know, like maybe they. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they like the fine wine uh, aged corpse. I don't know. Yeah, these people blow maybe, my mind. Maybe maybe he just likes embalming fluid. I don't know. Yeah, that might be all he needs. Uh, when asked whose body he wanted to see, the suspect gave the name of a male and was directed toward the bo- that body was laying lying. Uh, viewed the body and then on his way out he saw the body of a female teacher the female teacher and knelt beside it before licking her gotcha alright so he really was doing a little window shopping there yeah uh, here to see John alright he's yeah. in the door now let's do a little let's do a little shopping here. yeah huh? he came in for the Philly cheesesteak he stayed for the <laughs> for the you know the, the pastrami right. on rye so what are you gonna do that's pretty gross. I think they probably should yeah. uh, prosecute that dude or something. I don't know what you do there, but, uh, you know, I don't think you should be allowed to just lick bodies. No, I think that that's, uh, I think that, that that's, that, that's probably offensive to somebody, not just the members of the family of the person who gets licked. Yeah. I feel like an entire society has been offended. I would be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's pretty gross. Oh, that's interesting. Adhesive Wombat in the chat says, while gross, it's probably more fresh than the meat you find at the supermarket. Interesting. That is gross. And yeah, you're probably yeah, right. I didn't you're think about that. Right. Yeah. It's probably cleaner there, you know? Yeah. Uh, Travis Houseless. Uh, been refrigerated the whole time, though. Tra- Travis Houseless yells, victimless crime. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well. If you're, look, if you're family of the lady, what, what been licked. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's a victimless crime. I mean, yeah it's, yeah, it's less victim-y than if she was alive, I suppose. But still. So we should be able to do whatever we want to dead people because uh, 
they're dead and it's a victimless crime? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I... I understand <laughs> his point, right? I understand... Kind of, yeah. You know, like if, if it was... Okay, a victimless crime would... Be, you could argue... Okay, this is going to get weird. Oh, good. Excellent. I can't <laughs> wait for the emails on this one. But let's say I come There's across... Scott Brian. I usually enjoy your show. But, <laughs> but let's say I come across like a dead deer on the side of the road. All right? Yeah. The, yeah. That has been done. The deed has been done. Whoever hit it, hit it and drove off. And there's now this dead corpse. Yeah. If I roll up on that corpse and go, well, there's no victim now. And then I take out a knife and I and I cut that, that deer down the middle and empty its guts. And then I wear its it's it's uh I wear its outsides and head and horns for the next five hours as I dance around the freeway naked otherwise. Okay. All right, now let's pretend it's a grandpa and not a deer. Well crossing the road and e- got hit by way, a car. Though, either way, I mean would that be would the deer thing be a victimless crime? It's okay if it's a deer, it's victimless if it's a deer and not a grandpa. Well that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't matter. You could say grandpa. I'm saying I'm saying any of that is gonna be someone's in trouble, is what I'm saying. Like you're yeah. gonna get arrested no matter what. So yeah, absolutely. Is it victimless? I don't but know. You're, man. But you're also you know also you're adding some stuff to it that you could get arrested for dancing around naked on the highway, whether you're wearing the skin of <laughs> Grandpa Nissan uh, or or not is still going to get you. Grandpa get you Nissan. Hold on. Why is it Grandpa That's Nissan? Because he got hit by a Nissan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so the scenario is still that the old man got hit by a car just like the yeah, deer yeah, would have okay. yeah grandpa got hit by a car <laughs> nobody's found him yet hit and run driver you come up on the body say well victimless crime and you uh, cut off his skin to wear as a pelt and dance around naked on the highway alright well let's say you didn't uh, dance around on the highway and you weren't and you weren't. Na- you just naked. decided to cut off some of grandpa's skin to wear as a pelt yeah you're just walking around with grandpa on good morning everybody welcome to the morning stream i don't feel i feel like somebody somewhere is going to arrest you or you're in trouble for like, sure yeah. yeah there's no yeah, victim. so you're you're in agreement with me that it is not a victim oh 100 percent. yeah 100 okay. percent together right. on this yeah I'm, i think <laughs> i just you know whoever i forgot who said it in the chat now the name i mentioned earlier I don't know. I, I'm just trying to figure out how oh, this is. It was, a uh, it was Travis Houseless. Yeah, because uh, to me this isn't all that different. Someone's in there licking the blood off your dead relative. Feels like that is yes. not a victim. I think crime. that it's still. I think that uh, anything done to the human body, dead or alive, that that uh, you do not have permission to do, yeah, is a crime. Yeah. Why not? Mother says that's the biggest hole Scott ever dug. How is that the biggest <laughs> hole I've ever dug? <laughs> It's no, there's no. Oh, hole. I'm sure there are bigger ones. Oh, I guarantee there are. That's why I'm surprised by the statement. I don't. I guarantee I've dug bigger holes. Yeah. There's no hole to dig. It's just, are you wearing grandpa or are you not? And is it a crime or isn't it? That's it. That's the whole. <laughs> there's no hole. I don't have to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Why oh, there are days I just should not look at the chat and this yeah, there are I'm, exactly yes. I'm just going to move it out of the way and <laughs> report me for not moderating my chat. That's fine. Do what you got to do. All right. Hey, uh, look at this here. Oh, we got uh, time for just one more mention here. Good. Uh, I like this story. Yeah, I do too. A British man has. St- I don't know if it matters that he's British, but uh, apparently it's important here. A British man stacks five M and M's, so little you know rounded edge M and M's. Uh huh. Five of them on top of each other, and as a result, has set a new Guinness World Record for the most. Did not realize there was a Guinness World Record for how many M and M's you could stack. I mean, now that I see it and I see how 
freaking unlikely it would be to do this properly. Uh, now I understand why. Because look at that. How do you do it? How'd you do it? I, I mean, you you know, you probably put five of them in your finger, just get them all li- or like in your hand, line them all up, and then slowly pull your hand away. Well, let's see or did he, he did. do? Or did he do them one at a time? He did them one at a time according to this video. So this is him okay. doing it, and all he right. had a really. Really rough time getting him to hold. Okay, so he got two to stay. No. Right. Did he? And we make sure from the video he did not lick the side of one to yeah. like make it stick better. As best yeah. as we can tell, like he's edited yeah. and this video is shortened, but also they keep falling apart. So, oh my gosh, there it is, uh, five. Wow. Oh, this All right. Well, if no they can turn the audio off, jeez, Louise. The way that um, uh, the way Guinness works, I think you just have to provide uncut proof, and then they'll yeah. Yeah. They'll give it to you. Somebody suggested that because we have the longest running World of Warcraft show in history that I should apply for a record for that. Oh, there you go. Because they have a lot of dumb records. Like They do, yes. Know. Ooh, there's four. Oh, puts the fifth one on there and it falls. Yeah. He's also not using, I think I would maybe use uh, tweezers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not bad. A little more. Um, or tongs or something. I yeah, don't know. Don't touch his funny bone, that kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. It also well, looks like he's on a, an, an like a table that's not fully level. It's like made up of little bricks, but that might just be a pattern on the table. Yeah, I can't tell either. But uh, good luck to him and all his winnings. I don't know what you get for doing this. Probably nothing. Probably just get. Yeah, I don't know. You're in the book, I guess. Uh, whatever that you're even is book. today. Yep. Like, does anyone take that thing seriously anymore? Does anyone care about the Guinness stuff? Is it a, is it cool anymore? Or is it all dumb now? Full of stuff that's just nonsense. Like, I'm sure. I don't know. It's weird. All right, we're done with that, and we're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will be here. Going to do a little tech news. Uh, we got recommendals after that, so stick around. Hey, Brian, why don't you give us a song while we stick around? I think that would be a great idea. Uh, big thanks to eGrapes PR <laughs> for this one and the Kochi Music Company. Uh, this is a band called The New Bardos, B-A-R-D-O-T-S. That T is silent, but they're not. Fortunately, they've got a brand new album coming out called... Um. Uh. Well, it's it's just going to be an EP that's going to be released later this summer. EP, but this yeah. is their new single. It is a song called "On Our Own." This is some good rock. Uh, here's the band, the new Bardos, "On Our Own."
Hey, you guys, let's take a minute and talk about our friends at Blue Chew. Today's episode sponsored by Blue Chew. Look, it's been a hell of a year. Personally, I feel like I've aged 12 years over the last 12 months. And if you're like me, you're feeling your age more than you used to. <laughs> I guess that's true. Especially in the bedroom. It's time to snap out of it. Spring is here. And it's time to get sprung with Blue Chew. That's right. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form at a fraction of the price. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve better erections to combat all forms of erectile dysfunction. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in discreet packaging. Everyone's favorite packaging. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com. That's B L U E C H E U, or sorry, E W, rather, dot com. So, like blue, like the color blue, chew like you're chewing it, dot com. Uh, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive a prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Their licensed medical professionals and providers will work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Because you don't have to, you chew them. Blue Chew's Sildenafil and Tadlafil. I know I'm saying those wrong. <laughs> Chat tablets are completely chewable and they're made right here in the USA. And they uh, prepare and ship them direct so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it comes time to perform, wink, wink, visit bluechew.com for details and important safety information. We got a deal for you guys. Try Blue Chew for free. When you use our code TMS at checkout, just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code TMS, to receive your very first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for helping us out today. I'm going to have me some fun. 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 Now, let's make a super scientific test. This is the morning stream. Look, we just want the money. You guys can walk away. We will kill you. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. That song again, On Our Own, by the new Bardos, B-A-R-D-O-T-S. Look for them wherever you find music. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, uh, streaming services, you can go buy sure. an album, you know. Spotify, Apple Music. Yeah. Can I get Pandora, it at Walmart? If you're still doing the Pandora thing. How about Walmart? Can I get it there? No. You probably can. Maybe. I don't know. I don't okay. know if you can. Actually. Target. All right. Anyway, wherever you get your music is the point. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt, and he joins us now as he does each Wednesday to talk about the tech news stories of the day. Daily Tech News Show's own Tom Merritt. Welcome to the show. How are you? Uh, I join you 
now. <laughs> I was going to say at the turning of the tide, but it's really not. No, you just join us now. It's fine. You can. And, yeah, the uh, tide's uh, kind of just where it is. It's not doing anything. Yeah. Well, it rises and then it goes back. Yeah, then, sure, yeah. sure. But, rises, it falls. You can't explain that yeah, with you can't science. Explain that with science. <laughs> explain it. You can't. You can't. Uh, well, it's good to have you here as always. And um, I was wondering this week what is. I mean, I was so inundated with E3 stuff in the last couple of weeks that I feel like I'm numb now. To mm-hmm. all other news, and uh, so You're like I, a Dan Dan noodles. So I actually really, <laughs> I really appreciate this opportunity because you're gonna like catch me up maybe on what's going on today. So tell us what's happening. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about something we will not be talking about on Daily Tech News Show today because it's happening tomorrow. Oh, uh, but uh, I wanted to to kind of give you the preview of the new Windows announcement. There's going to be a, a, a Windows. 11 it, it kind of leaked out so we 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 are expecting it to be called Windows 11 cuz the leaked version is called Windows 11 uh will be announced tomorrow by Microsoft and there's a lot of questions been circulating around this uh Microsoft kind of let the message out there they had one of their vps actually say it and they never really denied it uh that windows 10 would be the last operating system you ever need the, the idea was that windows was becoming windows as a service mm-hmm. so there wouldn't be point upgrades like there had been from windows 95 windows 98 windows xp etc uh and and so everybody was a little surprised at the idea that there would be a new windows announcement and even more surprised when there leaked out a version that was literally called windows 11 uh but I, I think that's making a mountain out of a molehill a little bit. Uh, you know, Microsoft can change its mind, first of all. Yeah. Uh, second of all, they they sort of were just trying to get the idea across of, like, we're not doing the big Windows 98, Windows XP uh, releases anymore. What we're doing is, is an ongoing evolution. And I think Windows 11 is just a really big step up. Yeah. Uh, instead of one of these twice-yearly updates, Windows 11 is going to be a change in the user interface uh, and, and some changes under the hood that appear to be about being able to maintain your working environment across different computers. Mm. Uh, and there was a good article on CNET today about how that's sort of a reflection of the world in which we expect folks to be working from home and in the office uh, in a mixed hybrid environment going forward. And so they, the the new Windows will do a lot, apparently, to to make that easier. Yeah, to me, this strikes this strikes me as, as um, not that different than, you know, Mac OS releases, except that Mac likes to get all fancy and frilly with their naming and say, well, now we're basing it on California's erupting mud basket or whatever they're doing. And then <laughs> there's no erupting mud basket, but you know what you know what I'm saying. It's like, hey, are the mountains <laughs> yeah, yeah. or the rivers or the whatevers? And then, but really, they're doing the same thing. They just have opted not to give it numbers anymore. And Microsoft's just right. saying, well, our operating system is still a service. Like, I, well, I yeah. guess this is the big question. When I fire up my uh, Windows PC to grab that update when it's available, am I buying a new OS or is this just happening I, for me? Yeah. That will be the big question. I fully expect, I do not know this, I fully expect that Windows 11 will be free for anybody who has Windows. Yeah. That it will it will be no different than getting that twice yearly update. Yeah. Uh, it's just going to be a bigger update with a new name. So Microsoft can lean back and say, like, we told you Windows 10 was the last one you'd ever need to get because this is just a big update. Uh, and, and that's similar to how Apple does things. Sure, sure. Well, I'm I'm all for it. I'm ready for... 
for a for a bigger, larger, uh, you know, take on Windows. My, you know, <clears throat> you worry about anytime there's a major update on any platform of any kind, you worry about <clears throat> the initial compatibility, especially if it's a massive change. Sure. Um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, but I'm excited because I feel like Windows 10 is a little long in the tooth. Windows 10 is also a little bit weird in that um, while it served me fine, it's stra- it's got one foot in like old UI and old uh, methodology for Windows, and then one foot in newer UI and other stuff. And it's you never quite know where the de- the the separation is. And some of these updates <clears throat> have blurred that line even more. So like it used to be, if you're going to use the audio control panel. It looked the same as it's looked since XP, and then suddenly they did an update, and it totally doesn't look like that anymore, but there's still control panel elements that still look like the old XP elements, (laughs) and then some people are mad because they Uh, want it back. I personally am a huge fan of having to have two different settings apps, control panel and settings, (laughs) Uh, but some people don't like that, apparently. Yeah, apparently Uh, not. I I like the dynamism. It keeps me guessing. Uh, It makes life interesting, but some people find it confusing to have two different, entirely different places to go for your settings, so I don't know. Maybe they'll they'll streamline stuff like that. Yeah, we'll see how it goes, but I'm actually excited i hope uh hope tomorrow yields some answers to some of those questions but um i mean I, what i doubt is that they've had a change of heart in terms of the business model of it i think they probably are just like you said here's the update here's the ongoing concern that is windows and it's a awesome new version we're calling it 11 but everyone who's got windows you'll just click update and you'll get it if they do yeah, anything I'm, different I'm, than that, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. hasten to add we we don't know yeah. if if that's what's going to happen but uh that that's that would be our best guess, yeah. right? You, I'd just you, be surprised yeah. if they did that anything else, because why would they? That mm-hmm. seems counter. And by by tomorrow, you'll know. Yeah, you'll know uh, tomorrow, and then and then tomorrow's DTNS will be full of information about <laughs> Windows uh, 11. But today won't so much. <clears throat> today will be full of other cool stuff because you got guests on today and stuff, right? There's some cool stuff. Yeah, uh, accessibility week is what we're in the middle of on Daily Tech News Show. Every day we've got uh, different guests talking about accessible technology. Uh, so we had Shelley Brisbane on on Monday talking about uh, uh, vision accessibility issues. Uh, yesterday we had a guy named David uh, from Australia, David Woodbridge, uh, who was talking about how you test for accessibility, how you how you assess whether a product is actually delivering on its accessibility promises. Uh, And today, uh, we've got uh, two developers from Bungie, uh, Jennifer Ash and Andrew Davis, who do accessible game design. Uh, So they're going to be joining us to talk about that. Uh, That's going to be a fun conversation, don't you think? Yeah, I can't wait to get to be on today. So I'm stoked because I got all kinds of questions about that. I think accessibility in gaming is really interesting because it's sort of, not new, but it's sort of at its... uh, teenage area of development like we're 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 still sort of getting our head around what it means and that's everything from basic stuff like color blindness and how to deal with that in gaming to more accessible controllers and we'll probably end up talking to them about that microsoft controller the accessibility controller they make and and all of that um and coming from you know the developers of such hallowed franchises as halo and or haloed i guess franchises as halo and uh halo and, and destiny halo but, and the other yeah, halos the, all the all halos, halos and the yeah. destinies and the whatnots uh they'll have lots to say so uh definitely an episode to check out today even if there isn't a lot of windows 11 information uh tom merritt anything else going on around your world that you want to let people know about 
Why? Yes, there is. Uh, I've got a writer's Patreon. Uh, and uh, last week in my newsletter, I, I pitched uh, a, a sample of my upcoming audiobook. So if you want to get a preview of my upcoming audiobook, Project Vera, uh, if you're a newsletter subscriber, you already know about this, but you can you can go join my writer's Patreon uh, and uh, and get that free sample. You just have to be a member at any level, doesn't matter what. Uh, and it's patreon.com slash acedetect, A-C-E-D-T-E-C-T. I know, I realize, I get it. Uh, <laughs> but that means that you really have to want to get it to, to join. So, But anyway, if, if you check that out, uh, it's it's a, a way to support my writing directly. And I do all kinds of postings of, of things I'm working on there, little samples uh, uh, and everything ahead of time. So mostly just for people who are like, hey, I like your writing. I want you to do more. But I try to share uh, some of what I'm working on in there as well, including uh, the first chapter of the upcoming audiobook Project Vera. Very nice. Now, I know you know this because I'm sure you've thought mm. about it, but having your name be slightly hard to spell probably mm. has yielded you Tom? T-O-M? <laughs> it's probably yielded you a better sense of like, <laughs> I'm getting the most quality possible applicants across these many years of using that name for different services because they had to do the extra work of remembering how to spell that thing, right? Yeah, I, I no, I agree. Uh, I, I, I've definitely approached my uh, Twitter feed that way mm. uh, where I'm like, well, I may not have the highest number of followers, but I know especially in the early days when you really had to know the name, mm-hmm. uh, I was like I know they, they had to work to get there. So, yeah, they had to yeah. they had to actually do something. So I, I think appreciate should, them that much more. You should be you should be <laughs> proud of it. Uh, it's Tom Merritt, everybody. Ace Detect on Twitter. Speaking of which, and uh, we'll see you later for the Daily Tech News Show. Bye now. Thanks, guys. Bye. See you, Tom. Thanks, guys. All right, Thanks, Tom. Uh, Nicole, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting her in here. We got yeah. uh, we got to do that. It'll be fun. It'll yeah, full of great information, and we'll see if Discord is a little kinder to her uh, her connection because last week it was a little bit weird. But we'll see when we play this right now. Welcome to the program, if you will, one Nicole Spag Nolo, who is joining us from Colorado. Is, is and my connection weird? No, well, last no. week you had it. It was like a weird, like, sync thing with your video and your audio. It's a weird delay, yeah. Yeah, and it got worse as time went on, so I would switch ser- servers, and then it would sync up again, and then it would lose it again. It was really weird. But uh, I'm not worried. It's oh, all the fine. Internets. Yeah, the internet. You never know what it's going to do. Blame hey. Mark. Just blame Mark. Yeah, I always blame Mark. Mark. <laughs> hey, uh, welcome to the show. We're going to do recommendals today. And um, before we do that, I just want to say your your uh, quilt has become a huge hit with everybody who sees it. And uh, Oh, all, that's awesome. Everybody's jealous of it. All of them. Like people have come over to the house and said, what the heck is that? And I'm like, oh, you want to see this? And I show them and they're like, no way. <laughs> and they all want to like commission you. And I'm like, I don't know if it works that way. Oh, I think no, she no. just sort of does that what she wants I to do. do that. and, that's not the way it works. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, You have to be invited. I'm like, you got to be. I'm not jealous because I have my own. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, you got to be her friend for like 12 years and then you're good. (laughs) Exactly. Um, (laughs) So I just wanted you to know how how well that's been received around here. It's been been great. I I, I think it might be the only one in existence. Mm -hmm. I've never seen an all blizzard quilt before. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be the only one. I think it is. Somebody called uh, Guinness. We got two Guinness things to report today. One is that quilt. Hey, anyway, let's get right to the uh, to the recommendals here. Tom, uh, Tom. Yeah. Brian. Hey, Brian, you've got two uh, of them. Brian's even harder to spell. Yeah, it's a little uh, harder. 
I have two today. Yeah. Let's start with the first one. This is a movie. It's actually a documentary. What? Whoa. Yes. Whoa. You watched a documentary. Don't worry. I'll make up for it with a second recommendation. All right. Excellent. Here you go. I love documentaries, so hopefully I'll like this one. Here we go. If I agree to go to London, and if I agree to do it all over the U.S., if I agree to do it in China, how am I not going to go do it in Cuba? Where my, where my ancestors are from, where my, where my family's from. Like, if anywhere there is to go, is to take it to the people who need it the most. You're not going to make an impact of any kind. Mm-hmm. This is going to come, the mm-hmm. two and a half hours are going to finish, yeah. you're going to leave Cuba, and Man. you're going to leave Cuba the same as when you arrive. Perhaps even worse, you know why? Possibly. Because they got a taste of it. Yeah, a little bit of a taste of a freedom that they will exactly. never see They'll again. They'll never see again. I'm scared for you, but at the same time, I think it's a good opportunity for the people there to see, you know, to have a chance. That sounds like a Cuban related, a Cuban thing. It, it <laughs> is the thing they're talking about is a uh, a performance of Rent. Uh, the show's or the movie is called Revolution Rent. This is an HBO original documentary. It's actually um, released way back in 2019. Um, at a documentary film festival, but uh, in April of this year, HBO Documentary Films got distribution rights and released it on uh, June 15th on HBO Max. Mm. This is um, the story of uh, Andy Senor Jr., who played Angel on the in the Broadway uh, version of Rent, the one that had Daphne Rubin Vega, had Anthony Rapp, had... Um, uh, uh, the guy from The Flash, whose name I can't remember. But anyway, uh, he played Angel in that. And since then, he's he's traveled around the world, as you hear, like going to China and, and London and, and places like that to help local performance groups put on a performance. Well, Cuba is a lot is different because of, of course, the, um, the revolution and the the tenuous relationship with America and the tenuous relationship between the government and its people. Um, it's, it's a lot harder. This actually was the first, this, this performance of Rent was the first American musical ever, um, ever performed in Cuba. Mm. And, um, so it's like, uh, you know, a big, big milestone for that. So it follows him going down to Cuba and, um, uh, recruiting, uh, or auditioning and, and things like that. It's uh, it's really, really good. It's really sweet. And I kind of wanted it to go a little deeper than it did, but you know what? It, it went just fine as far as like the, the, the level of depth it went into. You watch this, you forget that Cuba, man, they're still driving around old cars down there, like old 60s, 50s and 60s looking cars Vintage, down there. yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then you're driving down these... Car collectors are drooling to get to them. Yeah. Totally. But then you're, you know, driving down these city streets that have been decimated by bombs and and um, uh, and, and stuff like that, that it's just, you know, the poverty level and it's such a... Uh, it's such a difficult place to kind of put something like this on, but it is, uh, so the, the movie is revolution rent. It's a really, really good documentary, um, following what this guy does. And it's just going to make you feel good inside when you watch this movie and see what happens. This is interesting. This Andy senior guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, his, his, uh, filmography is really interesting because he's got a bunch of acting credits, kind of random and sporadic video game stuff, some TV stuff, uh, up till 2008. And then it's all been, 
play it's stuff rent. stage and rent yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah but probably, prior yeah. to that he's got like these additional crew credits for uh as loop group i don't know what that is it must be a specific job on set um but for harry potter and the sorcerer's stone for max keeble's big movie for spy kids for holes like loop group yeah what's a loop group i, know, I don't know that's some of these are additional voices as credits, so maybe it's something to do with voicing or, or post-production uh, VO or something. I don't know. I don't know. We are just a cool, interesting, weird career. Uh, that sounds good. I'll watch that. That's now officially on my list. I like stuff like that. So yeah, good. It's really, pick. really good. All right. Number two here. Any setup here? Number two. So as good as you feel uh, watching Revolution Rent, uh, prepare to let that all uh, get washed away as you uh, watch my second recommendal. Make it feel which, like crap. No, no. This will still make you feel good, but it'll, it'll be like, oh, oh okay. I can't believe I'm watching this. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. It's a TV series. Here you go. The last time we saw these bakers, they began a descent into mystery. Oh, you smell this. And buttercream. It's buttermilk. I didn't know those were different. Six dramatically lit teams. Oh, boy. Scoured for clues. Hey, guy, what is it? Looks like a radar gun, doesn't it? And attempted to recreate a mystery dessert. Oh, my God. A red velvet cake. Yellow cake. Black forest cake. You don't want us to eat the acetate? No. Some achieved sweet, sweet victory. Emma and Leslie. While others violated food safety standards. Egg. Mm-hmm. Raw. I didn't think about that so long right now. One team was left out to cool. Holy we're in trouble. Hell knows what can happen. It's a recipe for madness. Ow, 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 ow. It's okay, it's okay. And probably pie. Or whatever's going on there. Uh, so that sounds like, uh, what's his name? Uh... Definitely not British Bake Show. No. That is definitely not. That is Joel. That is Joel McHale. Joel McHale. I, I know, uh, uh, that is a new reality show called Kitchen Crime Scene that combines the love of British Bake Off with uh, CSI. I guess. <laughs> All right. Um, basically, you've got uh, pairs of bakers who go into a, a kitchen that's been set up. Um, and looked for to try and decide what was recently baked in that kitchen. So it's ba- it's it's um, they've got um, you know pie uh, tins sitting in the sink, or they've got uh, ingredients that are left open. But might, they might even have just crumbs on the table, and they've got to look at uh, figure out what those crumbs are. Um, it is uh, it is weirdly uh, entertaining, and I wouldn't be watching it if it weren't Joel McHale hosting it because he's he's as sarcastic about the whole thing as anybody watching it should be i i get it that's good i think that's that actually helps me have any interest because otherwise that structure of the even the trailer sounded or the yeah if it weren't right if this was just another fox series another fox reality show of like all right with even that description i'd be like nah not interested but you put joel McHale, who is constantly going up to the teams tasting their food being sarcastic about it it's, it's actually kind of it's kind of entertaining it is a guilty pleasure kind of show but it is very entertaining mm-hmm. um it's this is its first <clears throat> first season it's actually um currently in um uh production or currently you know shooting and it's only four episodes have been released so but it's one of these things where it's like well yeah i'm not waiting to see if they stick the landing you can pretty much guess what it's going to be week after week but it is amazing like how different these teams uh you know they find buttercream and a, a square cake pan 
and the different things that they come up with that could have been used or those things could have been used to make. It's actually kind of, uh, kind of a clever concept. One that I would have ignored had it not been for Joel McHale. Uh, it's yeah. also got uh, Curtis stone. Who's the Australian chef. Um, whose body is slowly starting to swallow his head. Uh, I mean, he was like, <laughs> you see early pictures of Curtis Stone and then look at Curtis Stone now. It's like his, his you know, his neck is getting shorter and shorter. And yeah, shorter. he's just peeking out of there now. It's just barely making it out. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's something to do while you're waiting for the next British Bake Off, basically. <laughs> all right. It sounds all right. Uh, oh, it's I all right. I, I forgot I was muted. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was muted. I'm talking, and I'm like, oh. Oh, I didn't even What did you say? We missed I it. I wasn't looking at your screen. Ava, Ava came in. Yeah. Yeah. Ava came in to tell me that she's very upset that I took away her iPad. Oh. Oh. Why did what's, What happened there? What's, what was the deal? Uh, she just threw a, a massive fit yesterday while we were out, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm, I got to reset her. She's yeah, super delayed. Oh, my reset. No, you're back. Back. You're good now. It's just like a slow delay. It's weird. It, cla- it catches. Probably- like right now, you're fine. But then, yeah, it's probably yeah. yeah. It's probably because Mateo's playing Fortnite. <laughs> oh, it could be that. I don't know. It could be that. You guys yeah. are on the old dial-up Sorry. or something. <laughs> Uh, well, all right. No, no worries. Uh, so that looks crime uh, scene. Crime scene kitchen. It's on Hulu, and uh, oh, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Hulu, and it's it's. Uh, is it airing on TV first and then showing up on Hulu? Is it a Hulu starting there kind of? No, nope, it's airing on TV first and then showing up on Hulu the next day. Okay, one of those deals. All right, here That's is right. mine. Uh, this is a Netflix series. Okay. Okay. And it's not new, and I've also seen it already, but I'm rewatching it so that I can catch up to season four, uh, because I love it so much I had no problem watching it over again. And anyway, I'm not going to give any more hints than that. Here you go. God is in all his churches. Your God's love is not unconditional. He does not love us, and he does not love you. I have done his bidding. My life's work is in his name. Your life's work makes him puke. I am the Bishop of Greshit. Your God knows that we wouldn't be here without you. It is all your fault, isn't it? She was a witch. Lies in your house of God? No wonder he has abandoned you. But we love you. We couldn't be here without you. Okay. Guesses, Brian? Nicole? <laughs> is, this, is this Orange is the New Black? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Those are not scenes you No, I have, I have a guess, but only because I saw somebody post in the chat room. I, I never would have got it without seeing, because I haven't seen this, but uh, um, but uh, I, I knew you watched it, and I knew this is something that you would watch. <laughs> How about you, Nicole? Any guesses? I same way at so, Castlevania. Def- oh, it is very well, very well said. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you saw it in the chat, you probably got it. I'm rewatching Castlevania's because uh, I haven't seen so I haven't seen the latest season, but I got as far as finishing two, and I loved every second of it. But then I just got behind. So when I was going to go fire this up, I went, you know what? These aren't like this isn't a terribly long series. In fact, the first season's only like 
what is it? Six episodes? Not even that. Maybe four. It's really short. Um, I'm just going to rip through these again because I really enjoyed it the first time. So I did. And it's awesome. I have to say that uh, this trend of video games turned into anime style, uh, you know, short stories or series on on streaming services is one of my favorite current uh, trends. I love it. I love that Mortal Kombat thing that was on HBO. Uh, that was great. They've announced a sequel to that, which is super exciting. Um, in fact, it turned out to be my favorite Mortal Kombat thing uh, besides the games. It's better than any of the movies ever were. And um, that includes the new that new live action movie. This is uh, really high quality stuff. It's not just simply, you know, anime imported or whatever. Uh, it's got this really cool, not only animation and art style, but amazing voice work. And incredible writing. The whole show is being run by Warren Ellis. And Warren Ellis, Brian will know, as a mm-hmm. uh, very comic uh, renowned comic book writer. Yeah. Known for all sorts of really cool stuff in, uh, you know, on, on both Marvel, DC, and his own stuff on, his, on the side or uh, independently. Uh, just an amazing writer in comics. And he's running the show. And it and you can tell it's definitely got, it got kind of his tone. Um, the acting's amazing. You've got Richard Armitage as your main uh, Trevor Belmont character. You know him from the uh, the Hobbit movies. He was um, uh, what was the name of the Hobbit that he played? He, or not Hobbit, but the uh, dwarf. He played uh, Thorin, the main the main dwarf oh. Thorin. Oh, he's okay. very very good. James Callis, BSG's James Callis uh, is in okay. this. He plays uh, Alucard, which is a very cool character. You don't get to see him till later in the series or uh, first season. And uh, just a whole bunch of amazing actors. Bill Nye's in this. We all love him. Mm-hmm. Um, great voice actors across the board. Anyway, they just sort of kill it. Oh, Jason Isaacs is in this. He's great in it. Anyway, he was um, just a, he was just a crossword puzzle question yeah. for me uh, this last weekend. Oh, very nice. Um, I think it's one of my favorite shows on Netflix. Like straight up, I love it that much. And huh. it's uh, bloody and it's dark and it's you know it's what you expect out of something like Castlevania, but. Um, they really do uh, a great job of sort of homage to the the original game series, but but also just make it feel new and fresh and kind of stand on its own. And I highly recommend it. And again, this is just part of my rewatch. I'm not even to the new content yet, so I'll get there. I'll finish that. That will supposedly finish out this run, and then they just announced they've got more coming. But it'll be like a it won't be Trevor's story. It'll be something else. Uh, which is probably good because that's how the games did it. It was never, you know, for a while it was about Trevor Belmont. For a while it was about Simon Belmont. Uh, these, this whole Belmont house thing spans ages and and they sort of, you know, stick around that stuff. It's just very, very cool and lots of vampire shit and the fights are awesome. The 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 animation's great. It's just totally my kind of animated uh, thing and I think people enjoy it if you haven't checked it out so don't I guess what I'm saying is we are now entering an age where if you see a name like Castlevania on this or the upcoming Splinter Cell or I think there's a Far Cry one coming a um, couple other game based uh, anime ish things coming to Netflix there's the Borderlands Listen, movie coming let me know when yeah. they've got Katamari de Macy uh, I'll let you know I'll let you know I think that's probably not happening but when it does I'd be all in you're the guy I'm calling that day. I'm going to let you know when I hear about that. Anyway, it's all on Netflix. Go check it out. It's rad. All right, Nicole, what did you bring? Am I laggy again? Do you need to Yeah, reset I'm going to do you a little change. Do I need to leave? Here. Let's go to the, uh, let's go back to the Western United States. Hold on here. Let's, uh, 
<laughs> I can disconnect and reconnect. No, too, it's not. Yeah, I think it's going to happen no matter what. All right, here we okay. go. Okay, now we're on the West again. Go ahead. All right, all right. Uh, I wanted to ask you uh, your thoughts on the Borderlands movie coming out. Um, I have really low expectations, mainly because the director. <laughs> Like in the basement, low. Yeah, it's like, pretty low. The, the the actors in that thing are are cool. Like we've seen the 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 people in it. It's it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, look at that. Look who you got showing up for Kevin this. Hart. Okay, well, he's the he's bottom of the barrel as far as I'm concerned. You got Kate Blanchett. Yeah. You got uh, Jack Black, Kevin Hart, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Just for some call reason. Jumanji in um, Pandora. Sure, why not? Um, <laughs> yeah, right. But it's. I I would rather them do a anime, like a cartoon movie of it. I would too. That's my whole point. I think it's dumb to make these feature live action movies. I mean, do them, I guess, whatever. But a series would be so much better. And Eli Roth is a bad director. There, I said it. He's terrible. So he shouldn't be making this movie. Anyway. Wow. Have you you guys seen any of his movies? They're all bad. Hostile and bad. uh, Not that they're not. I mean, they're hostile and uh, Cabin in the Woods. no, ca- Cabin Fever? Yeah. That was it. Cabin Fever, yeah. They're great yeah, premises the woods, for horror movies, and they're not even original premises, but they're good, and they and they're good. it's a good backdrop for good horror movies, but the acting and the directing is terrible. They're so bad. Yeah. yeah. So I, anyway. my, I love Borderlands so much that I'm on purpose setting my expectations like really, 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 really low. <laughs> really are you, low. Are you excited about you that? You kind of have to, right? Yeah. Are you excited don't about that? Don't mess with Tiny Tina. That's what I'm saying. Don't are you, ex- are you excited about that t- uh, Tiny Tina-based uh, Wonderlands thing they're making? Did you hear about that? No. Oh, you what? missed out at E3, did you? Oh. Uh, yeah, I didn't really. Listen, this thing looks like your jam because basically it's Borderlands in fantasy world and somehow Tiny Tina's involved. And uh, Is it the older Tiny Tina or the younger Tiny Tina? Younger tiny tina okay i'm in same voice I actress i don't like older tiny tina <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah like it's uh it's a very um it's i've watched that trailer and went oh well nicole's gonna lose her mind she's gonna love this <laughs> i'll look for it then yeah. all, right. all right losing her mind yeah <laughs> all right so i have two those uh recommendals for you all right Let's here's the first got. one all righty i'm gonna click this one here for the world to hear. Here we go. Enjoy. Wait, it's not playing. Here we go. Now it is. It's very quiet. Hold on. Don't go, hun. Hun. You just. You've never called me that. I have. I have called you that. Oh. Call me on then. What is that? Hmm? What is this? Newborn to 18 years. You can't do it. I bet you could if it was a job, though, right? Hey, it's got Richard. What's his name? I like that guy. $1,575 to call me on. Well, three way split. It's 5.25 each. I don't want to do it that way this time. It's one word, just say it. 
All right, so what do we got here? Yeah. I cannot tell. We, I, we watched this, and I completely forgot to recommendal it. It's funny. We watched it specifically so I could use it for recommendals, and we forgot. That's Kajillionaire. This is Kajillionaire, streaming yeah. on HBO. This is a movie I've kind of had my sights on for a while. Uh, you heard very low voice of Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah, yeah. Why is she, why is she way down here? Reco- What's her deal? didn't really recognize her. Um, so it's a family of con artists. And there's the, the trailer for it actually has Richard Jenkins um, talking about everybody be a cajillionaire, but I just want to skim. <laughs> <laughs> and so they've raised Evan Rachel Wood, her character. Her name is what the hell's her name again? Uh, it's uh, on here. Dolio or old, it's um, old Dolio. Old Dolio. Old Dolio. Yeah. Dolio. <laughs> and you're like, what? In the world, why is she named Old Dolio? Yeah. And you find out. So, uh, and I'm not going to give that away. Yeah. Um, and they they are constantly scheming, constantly scamming. Uh, I, until I pulled up this clip, did not realize that Deborah Winger is the mother. Right. Yeah, yeah I didn't I either. Yeah. Didn't recognize her at all. Until like we 10 minutes, 10 we minutes didn't ago. know until the credits were rolling, and then both Tina and I went, "Oh my god, that's Deborah Winger!" Yeah, but look <laughs> yes. at Richard Jenkins, yeah. dude. I freaking love that guy. He can do no wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So okay. on one of their scam things, where they 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 want a trip, and they <laughs> they they meet uh, Gina Rodriguez, her character, She's who Jane is, the Virgin. Yep, Jane the Virgin. Mm-hmm. Um, and for whatever reason. She gets involved like she I was like, why are you hey, like, why are you putting yourself in this weird situation? But that's that's the the story, their involvement with her and the schemes that they do. And uh, old Dolio's. I can't believe I have to say her name. <laughs> it's a pretty weird name. Uh, I mean, she was treated as an adult since she was a child. And that's what you heard. You know, they split their deals three ways, yeah. always. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I mean, it's a dark comedy. There's some funny moments, but it's really sad. Hmm. Um, so does it bug you that she talks like that the whole time? Because Evan Rachel Wood doesn't normally go, hey, guys, what's going on? We're going to be like, it's really you, low. I, I don't know. Get used to it pretty quick. Yeah. Doesn't feel like um, she's forcing that then. That'd be good. No. If not. no. All right. No, it's clear she has some some trauma. Yeah. And that, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a, I don't know. It's sad. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. great. Let's watch yeah. this sad movie. I'm excited. <laughs> but I do it's have good. a happy... It is. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. Did you guys like it? We did. Yeah. It's funny. Like I said, we were going to, I don't know why I forgot to recommend it. I think it was, uh, there was a bunch of things we saw that week and I forgot to write it down my list. Great Don Holio. <laughs> Don Holio. Very un- unusual name. Uh, so, you want my butthole? <laughs> oh wow! Hey, you know they're they're redoing that. I can't wait for that. You're, Are they really? Yeah, they're getting a, 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 a what's his name? Uh, judge, judge, Mike judge. Judge. judge is doing a whole new series oh of beavers and buttheads. Yeah, pretty excited. Um, all right, well done. Right. Now you said you had a number two there. I have a us? number two. All right, there you go. This is a documentary series. Very uplifting and fun well i like those here we go i'm gonna hit play maybe it'll work this time here we go okay nope there we go all right 
There are a lot of movies about penguins. Then there's these birds. Meet the endangered African penguins. Bodoc. Every summer, they descend on Simonstown, South Africa. These birds are taking over this town with full VIP access. In this place, they are gods. They have six months to choose a partner, stake a claim, and make more penguins. Dude, they're clumsy buggers, these things. Falling on everything. Uh, what is this? It looks great. I heard uh, oh. Patton Oswalt talking. What is this? Yep, that's Patton Oswalt. Uh, this is Penguin Town on Netflix. And isn't this a documentary? I mean, it's a nature documentary. Sure, so they follow sure. these birds. They yeah. These aren't so- actors in penguin costumes, right? With a script? <laughs> nope. <laughs> but they make it fun. Like, there's... I don't know. They give them personalities by how they describe what they're doing. They actually give each couple a, a you know names. So you have the 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 uh griggers oh, or whatever and they're under a bush and the culverts and they're in a culvert. <laughs> and they follow these penguins in this town in in South Africa. Um and there are thousands of penguins that come to this town. That, I mean literally the town is just taken over by penguins. Um, and they're there for six months and you get to follow the adventures of, of these little penguins. And it's actually very sweet. Where do and they, where do they go after the six months? Do they go back somewhere? Like, uh, I don't, I didn't get that far yet. Uh, oh, it's a whole series. Okay. I'm guess- they're, they're put on hiatus, uh, until, uh, <laughs> I'm the- guessing they're going back to a colder place. Okay. I don't know, okay. yeah. but they're there and, and it's hot. Did like, you, there's a, did you ever watch a show called uh, Meerkat Manor? Oh, we did. Yeah. No, but I think it's along the same line. I was going to say, right. Cause they had like, they, you know, they, they study these meerkats, but they also gave them names and like, yeah. it kind of sounds a lot like this where they're like, all right, the, the, the Joneses are still in their little dugout, yeah. but they're coming out to bark at a lion or whatever. Totally. Right, right, yeah. right. If that's what this is like, I will gladly happily yeah. watch this. You're so it's, hooked on that show. It's just like that, but with penguins and the, in that clip, they took out the part that of course my son heard <laughs> and it said, these are the African penguins also known as the jackass penguins. Wow. And my son <laughs> said, can I say jackass? <laughs> like <laughs> Jackass penguins. Why do they call <laughs> like, them that? I wonder what that, cause they're so goofy. They're, yeah. They, they, they poop in hardware store toilets. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they launch themselves in the air in a, in a, in a porta potty. Is that why? Right. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Jackass oh, 4 coming, no. by the way. A little commercial there for Jackass 4 in theaters. Uh, it's the, the 90s all over again. Beavis oh and God. Butthead, Jackass. Yep. Bring it back. We're ready. Um, yeah. All right. I'll watch this for sure. This looks... Where Super is this cute. showing? This is on Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Netflix. Easy to get then. Uh, yeah, we're, we're totally watching that. Check it out. Uh, very cool. Great recommendations this week, man. Lots of stuff I want to see. And, uh, you know, whether any of you see my little fun little vampire show, well, I'll be up to you. Be up to you. <laughs> Nicole uh, is uh, always putting this stuff up on Twitter as well. Nicole Spag on Twitter. So follow her and you'll find out what we talked about if you don't remember from us saying it verbally. Nicole, have Yay. a fantastic week. Bye. Bye now. See ya. What did your daughter get grounded from? I forgot what she said. What was she grounded what? from? She got grounded from something? Oh, Ava. Ava did. 
David did, yeah. Do you remember what that was? What'd she get grounded from? Oh, the iPad. Oh, the iPad. That was it. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to give her a little shout out. Ava, we hope you get your iPad. <laughs> hope you're, you and your iPad are soon reunited. Yep. I mean, what will it do without you? It's got to happen. Yes. All right. Uh, that's it for today's guests, and they were great. So hats off to them for being rad. And now we dive into either, well, some of you may hate to hear this. I don't know. Do you really want to hear me swear a lot? That's the question. Do you want to hear me cuss it, more than I've ever cussed? I mean, is it more than the than the usual Jamie Resident Evil mashup? Yes. Like, uh, yes. Wow. 100%. So Jamie put this one together. This is part five of the Resident Evil playthrough. And I will say it was not the scariest session, but it had moments that pissed me off so bad because they were either difficult or there's this weird mini, mini game marble thing you have to do in that game. It's a long story. Huh. But... They were easy until they weren't, and then when they weren't, I thought I was going to kill somebody. Oh my gosh, they're pissing me off so bad. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. It so, seems like a weird thing to put in your Resident Evil game, but okay. And Jamie right. claims this is his favorite his favorite thing he's ever edited together from this. Oh, so, of course we got to hear this then. Yeah, so apparently that's what you're going to get. Enjoy this, I guess, for whatever it's worth. This is part five of me playing Resident Evil. He calls this file Swear Jar. Okay. Enjoy. This is the worst chicken. Just kill the chicken, Scott. I'm trying. Oh, my gosh. F the chicken. Ah. <laughs> Shit. What is this? Oh, no. Get him in the balls. <gasps> Torso flask. Shit. Objection. Oh. Ah. We just spawned three dicks. <laughs> Shitty chicken. Ah. Come here, you little shit. No, F the village. The village can eat my wiener. Gunpowder. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What is this? What is this stupid thing? It's so dumb. I'm blue. I think I'm a guy. Oh, shit. Judge of that. Ah, oh, the boob is in my face. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't see him. I didn't see him. <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. Oh, gosh dang it. You did. He's such a dick. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. Dick. Thingy. Oh, gosh dang it. Shit monkeys. What the frick was that? That's some bullshit. What am I supposed to do, John? Yeah, that's oh, Shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, nowhere to go. John, there's nowhere to go. Ah! I mean... oh, shit. <laughs> oh, it's behind me. Son of a bitch. Goat. Bullshittery. Shit. What is that? What is that? Shit balls. Oh, you dumb bitch. All right. <laughs> oh, wow. my goodness. Has yeah. a little metal ball ever been called that in the history of mankind <laughs> until right now? I think I may have had Tourette's right there. I don't know how that came out that harsh. Get in the hole. Get in the hole. You dumb, dumb piece of shit. Okay. Ah, you piece of shit. Trolley. Dick. You dirty piece of shit. Oh, my gosh, dude. What do I not get if I don't get this? Something to sell. That's it? Yeah. Ah! No, 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 no. Oh, I get it. And, ah! This game can F off. How mad would you be? You son of a bitch! Sorry. <laughs> how mad would I be if they came in right now? I might leave home. That's how bad. Oh, oh no, no, oh, no. I can't see. Carter! They brought me a swear jar. <laughs> Thanks. Can you guys hear me swearing up there? No! Son of a bitch! Oh. That sucks so bad. Oh, go back, go back. Not so far! Ah! Get down there, get down there, get down there, get down there. Did I do it? You did it. Oh my gosh, dude. I'm glad I got to see that. 
Oh, my God. Can they hear you upstairs? I think the neighbors can even hear you. Yeah, I get so loud. There's no way. I mean, if you're if you're within you know 12 feet of the house, you probably hear me yelling. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. whatever. It was frustrating. I get this way about very, like, uh, I remember swearing that hard when I was playing um, Meat Boy back in the day. Super Meat Boy. Yeah. That game still to this day, one of the most frustrating experiences ever. But yeah, that marble game, uh, if anyone's listening who uh, made that little mini game in Resident <laughs> Evil, your marble game sucks. Sucks. It's no uh, turtle make it to the water uh, is what you're saying. Oh, it's worse. Well, at least that's easy, right? Like this thing was so, it's one of, you know, those things where you got yeah. a, a marble and you got to sh- turn the table to get it to go the right. Oh, maze like a labyrinth kind of thing. It's like that, but this big yeah. ornate multi-level one made out of metal, it's all dark in there and. It's a little steely ball, and you got to like turn the camera around the other side, and you forget which button does what. And gosh, dang it, it's brutal. Uh, Holy cow! Who's calling me? Hold on. Spam risk. Should we find out who it is? Let's do, let's do this. <laughs> Your social security number Hello, who's has this? come up. Hello. Hello, spam risk. They're not answering. Oh, that's too bad. We could have had some fun with it. Yes. All right. Let's get out of here. We're done. In the nutshell, the crank calls come to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't prank anybody. They all just call us. That's right. All right. We're out of here. Uh, thank you for joining us, everybody. We appreciate it. Thanks for your support at patreon.com slash TMS. And thanks for all your emails. I got a bunch I got to uh, get to and have actually read on the show. I keep asking for them, but I've been reading them less. So don't worry. You know, just a little bit of backlog. The morning stream at gmail.com. Brian, let's. Uh, oh, before. Let's see. DTNS today. Uh, what else? That's actually it for me. I think, yeah, tomorrow's core. So anything going on with you you want to mention for the show? Vince? Not with me. I do have a coverville tomorrow, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, um, yeah. and, uh, yeah, that's it. Getting, uh, we're on, we're basically between seasons on everything else. So, um, all that stuff, soundography, ANTP coming back soon, but, uh, for right now it's coverville and bicycling and uh freelance right now yeah one big project that i just wish would end yeah i think i, I just know. wish it would end i think i know the one you're talking about. you do know the one yes uh that's it thank you all for joining us brian why don't you play a song before we get out sure jersey tom wrote in and said dear scotch tape and boxes After over 20 years of fighting the New Jersey traffic and high cost of living, my family and I are jumping in a moving truck and headed down I-95 to Florida. Now I'll be a Florida man. I'm saving up podcasts for the drive, so hope to hear the request. Uh, Thanks for everything you guys do. And can I get a honk scream? Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. I just had that up the other day. Yesterday, in fact, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Well, let's play right now. Here's the real one, uh, the good one with the guy. Uh, Where'd it go? Here it is. There you go. Enjoy. <laughs> never never gets less funny. Nope. It's always great. It's always uh, thanks. All the best. Jersey soon to be Florida Tom. Nice. Uh, his request was uh, Moving Out by Billy Joel, a cover of Moving Out or anything moving related. Oh, why go? Why, why veer from uh, the top right there? Let's go to that one. Uh, moving Out by Billy Joel. Covered on a few different things. This one is uh, a fun live cover from The Pale Pacific. They released an album or an EP in 2010 called There Is a Cover Song. Here is their cover, The Pale Pacific's cover of Moving Out, Anthony's Song by Billy Joel. All right. That'll do it for us. Thank you all for being here. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow. So come on back now. You hear?
Archer. That turns the Archer is hot. Uh, this is a song that was a hit for us back in the 80s. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. How bad can mess really be? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.